What up, everybody? Happy fucking Friday Eve, Thursday edition of the Dark Side of Music here on Rock Rage Radio. Tattoo Metal Radio and everywhere podcasts are found. Friday Eve. Uh, we got 24 hours to the weekend. Can we fucking make it? I hope we fucking can. It's been a long week. I- I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the weekend. So let's fucking party. Let's go ahead and get there. Let's try our best to just fucking just manifest amazing weekend vibes. Whether you're going to the fucking beach, going mountain climbing, or going to a fucking concert. You better be going to a fucking concert. I just hope you enjoy your time with life. Because life is so fucked up right now, we need every bit of happiness that we can fucking get out of it. So... With that being said, let's go ahead and have a little bit of fun now, shall we? And in life, and in music, there is always a dark side. Whether the truth is something you don't want to tell, or something somebody doesn't want you to hear. These are those stories. The Black Rose Media proudly presents the dark side of music. And welcome everybody to the Dark Side of Music. My name is the great and powerful King of Kings, Emperor of all that is awesome, Derek. How the fuck are you doing today on this beautiful March 31st of the year that is 2020 Part 2? Woo! Friday Eve is here. Ladies night in most places around the country. Go out and get drunk. Have fun. Go to work hungover on Friday and start the weekend. (laughs) Isn't that how we did it? That's how I did it in my 20s. Now that I'm 40, I don't do that shit no more. (laughs) Fuck that. Ladies night is spent at my house watching fucking New Girl reruns with my girlfriend. That's ladies night, goddammit. (laughs) But let's go ahead and kick this night off right. So tonight, I have a band with me that's currently out on tour. By the name of the Ratchet Dolls. Oh, I've been waiting for this one. It's going to be a fucking awesome ass conversation. So currently, they're, like I said, they're out on tour right now. And they will be playing... Where's the information? There it is. Tonight, they're going to be in Asheville, North Carolina. Tomorrow, they're going to be in Piedmont, South Dakota, South Carolina. Then they're going to be in Mississippi. Then Louisiana, Arkansas, uh, Missouri, Oklahoma, and then wrapping up on my birthday, April 9th, in San Angelo, Texas. So definitely check them out. But if you missed them there, then you can always check them out at Rockfest. Uh, they're going to be at Rockfest. Fan-fucking-tastic. So definitely you have plenty of opportunities to see the Ratchet Dolls. But they just released a new fucking single that we're about to fucking play for you right now called Modern Mistake. So definitely... Check it out. So here is Modern Mistake by the Ratchet Dolls. Modern Mistake. 
And that was Modern Mistake by the Ratchet Dolls. Again, who are out on tour now. Make sure you go fucking see them. But let's go ahead and bring on one of the members of the band. And have a nice fucking conversation. What's going on, man? How are you? Hey, Derek. How's it going, my friend? You know what? It's going really fucking well. Um, it looks like you're having some fun there at the venue, getting ready for another fucking fun-filled night and playing fucking live music again for the first time in who knows how fucking long. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I'm actually live with you at the venue, and it's, it's crazy, man. In just a short little bit, we're going to be performing on the stage, and it's kind of cool. And I've never done an interview from the stage, so this is a little different. And I'd like to apologize to everybody listening in advance if they hear, like, background noise. I'm going to manually control this just to make sure you guys don't hear everything all the time. Well, we appreciate that. Um, but no, I mean, it's uh, it's good to see, you know, bands like yourselves back out there again. Because that's the one thing I know a lot of us have missed. You know, it was fun, you know, while we were sitting at home being able to watch virtual concerts and shit like that. To at least get a, you know, a rough idea of what it was like to, you know, be out there at the point before. But in my estimate, you know, but when I did it, all it did was make me miss live music even more. And I couldn't watch them after a certain point. I was like, okay, I can't do it anymore. I need to be live and in front of these bands. So seeing you guys out there, seeing all these other bands on all these fucking tours being announced, all these uh, festivals being announced, it's like, yes, it's just finally happening. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's great to be back, man. I mean, it went silent for a while for a lot of bands. And I'm going to be honest, I was actually pretty interested in seeing how creative bands got during the peak of the pandemic and whatever. Like, um, they were doing all sorts of crazy stuff with live broadcasting and stuff. And believe it or not, a lot of bands were very, very successful. I'm sure you know. I mean, you were, oh, yeah. you were there tuning in for a lot of them. But I wish I had, like, the gear needed to, to produce something like that. It would have been great. I mean, I saw a lot of badass badass shit and I, I i mean i'm all for it i think it's great but now that we're back face to face with people i think people appreciate it more what do you think oh absolutely this has been a hot topic on my show is is that right there because going to shows in 2019 and 2018 and 2017 etc 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 you know people took it for granted you know, they were like, oh, you know, they'll be back around in a couple months. It's just the first leg of the tour. They'll be back. They'll be back. They'll be back. I'm, I'll get them next time. I'll get them next time. And eventually there wasn't a next time. And people were kicking themselves. Um, yeah, and, yeah, absolutely. And uh, it was one of those things that, you know, it, it, it hurt. It hurt a lot of people. And people were just like, okay, now we, we got to fix that. And they did. And now I'm seeing shit that I've never seen before. Like, shows and tours are selling out the day they fucking get released. Like, here's a great example. A tour that's going on right now, you know, side by side with y'all. Um, the Trinity of Terror tour with uh, uh, Motionless in White, Ice Nine Kills, and uh, Blackville Brides. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That tour sold out in like three days. I Did mean, it really? It was, it was in, I mean, I, I might be off by a day or two, but it sold out like, that um it's incredible it was it was absolutely incredible and i love seeing that shit you know i love seeing the fact that most of these festivals are just about sold out you know we're still a month and a half away from festival season i love seeing that now granted it sucks for a lot of people who aren't getting able to go you know 
a lot of people still had that whole mentality of, oh, I'll just get tickets day of the show. And it doesn't happen anymore. You got to get it's them. Not, it's not going to happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But it, it's exciting to see this because I know when I start hitting the festivals in May, it's going to be unlike anything I've ever seen before. I mean, I saw some great shit last year. But there were still a lot of restrictions and a lot of people, you know, leery going back and, you know, so on and so forth. So, <coughs> excuse me, while it was cool to see some of the shit that happened last year, toward the end of the year, happen, I know that this year is going to be that much fucking better. Oh, absolutely. And I, I'm very proud that we're having the opportunity to go back to one of the major festivals, which is rock. As you mentioned it earlier, and I was like, oh, man, that's that's getting closer and closer. That's the summer. And I'm like freaking out. I mean, it'll be our first time on that festival. We've done stuff like Rock Home before, and it's insane. But I've heard so many incredible things from personal friends of mine that have played at Rock Fest. It's insane. So I can't wait for that. Yes, if I'm correct, last year, Rockfest was the first of the festivals that kind of came back. I think it was the first one. I think it was in was it August? I think it was August. Uh, Rockfest was last year, and it was like the first one. And it was kind of people were had their eyes on it. It's like, okay, what happens with Rockfest kind of determines what happens with everything else. And then what Rockfest and then Rocklahoma and then incarceration and blue ridge rock fest were like boom 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 and then the rest of them just kind of came after but it was awesome it was it was amazing to see and so you guys getting the opportunity to play that that festival this year is gonna be huge for you guys have you been to that one have you been to rock Fest yourself i have not no yeah, man, I've heard some crazy stuff. I mean, there's some, there, there, there's a couple of bands that, that we tour with that have played it, and they've been telling us amazing stories, and it's just getting me more and more pumped for that day, man. We're on tour right now, and it's fun, right? But being at festivals is always, like, so much fun. You get to meet so many fans, so many bands, and it's just a whole different, you know, experience. I encourage anybody who has never been to a festival to at least experience it a couple of times because I promise you, it's, it's totally worth it. You meet so many people and music fans as a whole all gather at those things. It's great. Yeah, whether it's a one-day, two-day festival, do it. But I highly encourage the three- or four-day festivals because those are the true test of endurance. <laughs> um, the festival I went to last year was Blue Ridge Rock Fest, and that was a four-day event. And let me tell you, by Sunday night... Nice. Sunday night, man, I'm, I'm sitting there watching uh, Shinedown close out the, 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 the weekend. And I'm like, I am like wired. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like super excited. I'm like on a high, like knowing that this is still happening. But at the same time, my body is just breaking down. I'm ready to fall asleep right there in the fucking backstage area. It's like, okay, I'm ready to just go to sleep. <laughs> but then, you, you know, know, it's crazy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go on. No, no. Yeah. You, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we, we had some crazy experiences at uh, playing festivals. Like, I, th- I think the, the craziest one for us was, um, I think, Rock, Oklahoma 2019 was when we performed the last time. And we got hit with, like, three tornadoes all at once. Like, no fucks given. I heard about they that. They all came at us. Yeah, and so get this. It's, it's, it's a crazy story because I never expected it to happen. I don't think anybody expects the tornado season to be just around like the festival or whatever and 
we had to be evacuated into the main stage with corn while they were still tearing down all of their stuff. And then we're just there hanging out with corn, trying to figure out what's going to happen next. Eventually, they caught on to us and they were like, hey, you guys were not on the main stage. What are you doing here? You guys have to go. And so we were like, well, we're in a little car, man, towing a little trailer. Like, if we go right now, we might flip over or something. But they told us we had to leave, so we left. And I was like, all right, cool. And here I am driving through these three tornadoes, and it was possibly the scariest thing that I've ever experienced. Like, it was awesome, really cool. We got to meet porn, hang out with them, super nice guys. <laughs> but they watched us leave, and they were like, good luck. <laughs> My bad. That's my bad. That's a, um, <clears throat> I, I muted myself on accident there. My fault. Um, that is a great, but yet, um, a fucked up story. Um, <laughs> what I, I hope, I hope it wasn't the guys in corn who told you to leave. It was the venue people. Oh, it was, it was the staff from the festival and, and we get it. You know, I understand. I know how it is. It's, it's, it's fine. But still fucking tornadoes are coming and they're like oh sorry you can't be near corn so go die <laughs> well believe it or not believe it or not here's here's the crazy part about it man people from oklahoma have thick skin for that stuff because they experience it yeah. a lot i mean rocklahoma is in Pryor, which is right on tornado alley if i'm not mistaken somebody might correct it but um Dude, it's crazy. We heard the sirens going and we put up a video of us running into the main stage on our social media. We went live and we were like, holy crap, are we going to die right now? Because I'm from Texas and the band, we were all from Texas. We don't have that stuff happen. And so hearing the tornado sirens for the first time for me, it was like an instinct. Where do I go? Where do I take shelter or whatever? But the guys from Corn and their, their crew, they were super nice. They were like, yeah, you guys can stay here. But it wasn't until security caught us that we were asked to leave. It's all good. <laughs> that's cool that they didn't care, but man, that's that's man. Rocklahoma do better. Um <laughs> <laughs> They're great guys, man. Everybody at Rocklahoma is great. I'm sure they are. Through. I'm sure they are. I'm just, you know, busting balls. Apparently that's it's the week of, you know, talking shit and getting smacked in the face. You know, that's that's the theme of this week. So, you know, we're just gonna have some fun and joke around and hope Will Smith doesn't bust through any doors and smack us in the face too. <laughs> Dude, I saw a meme circling that had Will Smith slapping Chris Rock and they took like a screenshot of it, made it black and white, and they put Pantera, vulgar destroyer. I saw power. that too! <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, man. That was the best one. And there was there's been a bunch of them. But man, that one's really fucking good. Like that one was one of my favorites. Um, but, uh, uh, hands down my favorite for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, um, back to what we were talking about before. Cause I, I forgot to mention this, um, as far as like the virtual tours and the virtual concerts we did, you're right. There was a lot of bands that did it really, really well. Um, and one of my favorites that did like, did it fantastically and really kind of showed other bands, Hey, this is how it's done was Trivium. Trivium did some amazing stuff. Matt Heafy fucking you know he still does it he streams seven days a fucking week you know they they stream crazy, their, crazy. they stream their practices you know they even did a full live show with you know pyro lights and everything at full sail university in orlando 
I mean, they they did it right, and a lot of bands should have like taken a, a a you know a page out of that book and really kind of was like, okay, this is how it's done. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see any of them. I thought I thought the most impressive one for me, uh, one of my favorite bands is based out of Norway. They're Fellevtak. Have you ever heard of them? They're they're like super super hardcore, but um, yeah. They, they combine like a really dark side of metal with a really, really happy side of metal. So they're screaming, but it sounds happy. It's so strange. If anybody's never heard of Pelop Talk, give them a listen. But their live stream was just like that with pyrotechnics and everything. And it was just killer, man. It's full-blown 4K production, streaming live from the bedroom. And I was just like, damn, this is so cool. Yeah, and, and that was stuff that we needed. It was stuff that we needed to get through at least a little bit. Um and get us to this point right now to we're able to still talk about music, still have some fun and being able to get back out there and have some, you know, you know, face-to-face interaction with the bands again and be able to shake hands and hug and, you know, all this other stuff and just be, have fun. Um, It's been, it's been a whirlwind of a two year period, you know, from, you know, the, the election bullshit and black lives matter and LGBTQ, you know, stuff. And, um, obviously COVID on top of that, but now the war and all this other bullshit, it's just been one thing after another. And I was just talking to the band, uh, drop top alibi about this exact same thing to get, which is why I ran a little bit late, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's all good. I, I get it. Matt. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Um, but, uh, the fact that when we go to these events now, whether it's a concert or an opera or ballet, None of that shit that we've been dealing with for the last two years matters. And we're able to stand next to somebody or, you know, hang out with somebody that we've never met before and unify under that one umbrella of entertainment, you know, or arts. Like I said, it doesn't matter what art venue you're at or it could be what you guys are at tonight or it could be, you know, the Grand Ole Opry in fucking Memphis. It doesn't really matter. Wherever you are, you're unified under that one umbrella of the arts and none of that shit matters. And once we finally figure this whole thing out and finally are able to really start digging in our toes into this and finally getting back out there 100%, I think everything's just kind of going to fix itself, hopefully. But at the same time, I hope so, yeah. But at the same time, I, I worry because I've seen the shit that happened over the last two years. So now it's like, okay, what's going to happen next? But at the same time, I'm hoping that nothing happens next because I'm, I truly hopefully believe that while we might not have hit rock bottom yet, I, I believe that doing the stuff that we used to do prior to 2020 will hopefully set us in the right direction. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I do think, I do feel like the music industry, live music, uh, festivals, all of them, I think everybody's kind of tiptoeing right now. We're all kind of walking on, on very thin ice, trying to make sure that they don't shut everything down again. I've heard rumors about stuff starting to shut down, and I'm just like, I really, really hope not. I mean, we're in the middle of a tour. It really sucks to have things shut down in the middle of it. Um, which, by the way, the tour is going fantastic. Thank you for plugging that. I heard it earlier. But, but yeah, I, I, I really think everybody's kind of tiptoeing, trying to, you know, make sure that everything stays afloat nicely, make sure that protocols are being met so that we don't have to change. It's, 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 it'll work out. I, I'm very confident it will. I haven't seen anything crazy. A lot of the tours that they're announcing, like Skid Row just announced another one, like, all over the place. So I'm pretty sure we're going in the right direction. 
Yeah. The, I've seen a few canceled dates here and there. Um, but I haven't really seen anything completely shut down or, um, you know, locked out or whatever since last year, as far as I can remember. I think the biggest, yeah. the biggest one that was, you know, canceled, which I don't really give a shit about, was Limp Biscuit last year. That was probably the biggest one that canceled last minute. Oh no, because Corn did as well. Corn did at the last minute last year as well for at least a few dates. They had to postpone because Jonathan got sick. But other than that, I mean, there hasn't been a whole lot of it. Maybe a date or two here that got pushed back to the end of the tour, but not a lot. Right, so right. I'm, I'm hoping that we're on the you know on the front side of this and really kind of not having to worry about it. But I know I have seen bands that are over in Europe having to cancel some of the tours as well currently. But that was a lot of the, the, some really? of the, yeah, there's a band, um, a really huge punk band out of Canada called Belvedere, and they just had to cancel a bunch Belvedere. of yeah, they just had to can, uh, cancel a bunch of dates um, over there in Europe. They're on tour right now, um, due to like three three of the band members coming down with uh, with COVID. So it's you know it's one of those things that, that sucks. Yeah, so it, it's it's happening still, but I think you know thanks to the vaccines and all this other stuff that we've had advancements on. Hopefully we're on the front side of this and it's, it's, we're seeing the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think venues are doing a really good job requiring bands, like touring bands to present like vaccination cards and all that. I, I, I'm not biased to anything. Like I, I don't judge people for anything. I, I'm vaccinated. My bandmates are vaccinated just because we're musicians. And sometimes we are required by venues to, present something in order to perform and this is done way in advance it's done like when contracts are being signed and stuff like that but yeah we, we, we all got vaccinated just for the sake of being able to perform so as long as everybody does their part live music is here to stay i don't think it'll go away again a second time hopefully hopefully you know we're out here we're hustling every day trying to just you know put smiles on people's faces and last night was killer there's been a lot of hugging a lot of smiles, a hell of a lot of head banging. It's been so much fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. We're going to talk more about that and uh, other things when we come back. But first, we're going to go ahead and play another song by Drop Top Alibi. Excuse me, not by. That was the last band by the Ratchet Dolls. We're going to go ahead and play. <laughs> man, I, my, I'm so. My brain is it's like. Good, it's all good. It's all everything good. is coming together. <laughs> it's like. It's nonstop with me, and I, I can never remember who I'm talking to half the time. And I have to like remind myself if Google Calendar didn't exist, I don't know what the fuck I would do. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> all good. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and play a song called "Parasite" by the Ratchet Dolls, and here we go. Oh yes. Yeah. 
And that was Parasite by the Ratchet Dolls. Well, let's go ahead and bring Kevin I back. I love that song so much. <laughs> I, I, you know, we, we recorded that um, in my bedroom. And I love the way it comes out. I, I, I love the production on it. I'm, I'm very proud of that. Um, I think I think that's probably my favorite. Me personally. It's one of my favorites as well. I agree. It's one of my favorites as well from you guys. Absolutely. But, but, but um, you played Modern Mistake earlier, which was also done out of our bedroom. I'm, I'm super stoked to hear what people have to say about it, man. So far, we've been playing it live, and it's, it's going down hard, man. We love it. I'm very excited. It gets me so pumped every time I hear it. Yeah, it's a great fucking tune, too. Um, when it first came out, I was like, damn, this is fucking great. Um, and I've just been, you know, just jamming it out, you know, it's it's one of my Thank daily you. listens now, Thank you so much. Uh, dude. No problem. But I mean, you guys are just fucking fantastic in general. But you know, I would say Parasite is probably one of my favorites from you guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I mean, when I wrote that song, I had no idea what direction it was going to take, which is why it has like some parts where it sounds like a chorus, but then it leads to like other chords. Like the parasite, parasite, and then you got the world, yeah. all that stuff. I, 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 I don't know how it came out, but it did. It's awesome. I, I love that. Yeah, and that's one thing that I've enjoyed about the modern rock era, is <clears throat> is that right there. You know, sometimes you you know, you can't tell the difference between a bridge, a chorus, or a verse, and it, it, the the song structures are so much different than they used to be, and it's it's refreshing because it's, it's very, very, it's not, it's, it's very unique. It's not something that we've heard in the past and it's a modern, you know, you know, trip on the, what we've been used to that we've needed for a long time because we needed a kind of like a shot in the arm, you know, no, no pun intended um, to kind of, you know, you know, get us back to where we wanted to be, you know? Yeah, no, I, I get it, man. There's a lot of new bands that are coming out that I'm falling in love with that are creating such a big buzz. And I'm just like, dude, this is so cool. Finally, we have sick bands, sick music. And I mean, no no, no offense to any of the like, older generation bands that are still fucking kicking ass. Like, for example, um, Skid Row, they just announced a new singer who was in a band called Heat out of Sweden. And they were one of my favorite bands. They're one of the newer bands. But they got their, their old singer back. But I mean, there's music from so many bands, especially out of Scandinavia, that are creating such a huge buzz. I love it. I'm all for it, man. Oh, absolutely. Some of these Scandinavian bands are fucking amazing. There's actually a band um, that I talked to not long ago. They had a huge year last year, a band called Solence. They're out of um, nice. Sweden. They're out of Sweden, a band called Solence, and they mixed a lot of, you know, uh, electronics with their, you know, their rock sound. They had a huge year last year. They were um, profiled by Octane and SiriusXM a lot. Um, and now, th- awesome. And now this year... Um, they're playing all the DWP events. They're playing, you know, Welcome to Rockville. They're playing Aftershock. They're playing Louder Than Life. And they're playing Incarceration and a bunch of other stuff. But what's cool about them is that they've been a band since um, 2019, I think it was. And they've never played a live show. 
Their first live show. What? Are you serious? Their first live show will be Welcome to Rockville. What? Their first show ever. As a band live will be Welcome to Rockville. Dude, that that is such an enormous flex from any band that I've ever heard of, man. That it's like, oh yeah, we're we're playing our first show. It's a huge festival, no big deal. Yeah. I mean, they now it, it doesn't really count, but it does. Last year, um, if anyone knows, you know anything about SiriusXM, which everyone does, you know, if they're listening to us, um, Octane does the Octane Accelerator tour every year, where they do the, uh, you know, uh, they pick their top bands of the year uh, that are new, and you know, do a tour. Well, last year they had to do it virtually, and Solence was one of the bands that was part of the Octane Accelerator tour, the virtual concert tour. So they did do a virtual concert, but outside of that, they've been doing a lot of virtual concerts. This is their first live one. And, you know, those those Swedish and Finnish bands and everything in Scandinavia, man, they have some stuff coming for us. I mean, I talked to another uh, band, uh, Sonata Artica, not too long ago out of, out of over there. I love them. Oh, I my God. Sonata Artica is fan-fucking-tastic. And they were such cool fucking dudes. Um, they're getting ready to go out on a European tour and they've got some stuff going on and so much other shit. I, I love the Scandinavian bands. Really do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very jealous of a lot of the music that's coming out of over there because it's, it's it, it, the sound is very near and dear to my heart. Like bands like Santa Cruz, Heat. Um, there's, uh, well, obviously we have bands like Ghost. A lot of people don't know that Tobias Forges originally from sweden like yeah. i'm pretty sure the whole band is from sweden like they just have it going on there's something in the water over yeah well one of the things that i think that um the scandinavian countries have over us is that rock and metal has been part of their culture for ages and oh, yeah. Yeah. you know over here pop country and you know r&b and rap have kind of taken over um yeah exactly that's my thoughts exactly um for those watching on video or for, excuse me for those listening at home or in your car right now there was a big thumbs down on the on the video but if you're watching on video you saw that but uh that's one thing that's kind of been the detriment to rock is that right there and the fact that you know rock doesn't get a lot of you know mainstream attention anymore Unless you're like, right. unless yeah. you're Godsmack, Shine Down, Five Finger Death Punch, or Slipknot. Yeah, unless you're like an A-lister um, artist, you don't get that much attention over here. Yeah, and then, but then at the same time, if you do get that much attention, you're considered a sellout. And it's like, well, why? Why do you have to be a you sellout? Can't win. You, you can't. You can't win. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it, it's it, it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, you, you can't, and that's one thing that's been the detriment to rock over here, and why a lot of people have said rock is dead. Rock's not dead; it will never die. But look, look across the pond, you will find a lot of badass rock and roll bands. Exactly, it's awesome. But if you look at, oh yeah, exactly. You know, people say rock is dead, and it's not, but it's definitely different across the pond, um, especially when you hit like Germany and Italy, and you know, places like you know Scandinavia, stuff like that. It's like, oh. This is how it's fucking supposed to be, and <laughs> it, it's 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 a hundred percent different, and it's so much. Not that it's better, 
because the music is just as good over there as it is over here. It's the fans. It's the people that make it different because while we have our core group of people that absolutely love our, you know, this, our genre, we have a lot of people who shit on it too. And, and then a lot of people are afraid to admit that they're a metalhead. They're afraid to admit that this band is their favorite band because, you know, whatever reason, and now it's become like a shame thing. Um, but at the same right, time, right. at the same time, you've got people like Miley Cyrus and Post Malone going, we might sing this music, but we love this shit over here. So go listen to this shit. Right, too. I love that. I love that. Yeah. But that's the first time that's happened in a really fucking long ass time. And it is. It is. And it's sad that it's taken this long. And, you know, I'm glad because I've always, once Miley broke away from the whole Hannah Montana thing, I was like, that girl is a fucking rocker at heart. And I cannot wait for her to break through. And she's finally starting to do it. Yeah. I mean, do you remember the Chris Cornell memorial that they did with all of these singers coming up on stage to perform? Yes. Dude, Miley Cyrus sang that night, and everybody was so struck by it because it was like, dude, she is definitely a rock star. That's awesome. Yes. She did so great. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, absolutely. And then uh, about a year and a half ago, she did a Save Our Stages tour at the uh, Whiskey A Go Go where she sang, yeah. she sang Cranberry's Zombie. And that, yeah, her rendition brought tears to my eyes. Like, I was like, okay, bitch, you fucking need to come out with a rock album. Um, you need to be like, just do it. And, man, her rendition, I mean, just thinking about it now is just giving me fucking chills. Or last year, really good. Really. last year she was part of the, uh, the 30th anniversary of the Metallica Black album. She did her rendition of uh, Nothing Else Matters with fucking Elton John. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God! Awesome. Awesome. So we need more people like that. I don't care if she genre hops, because that chick is a rock star. She might be a pop star as well, but she's a fucking rock star. And I don't care if she genre yeah. hops, because we need so. stuff like that. What we don't need is fucking MGK. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't even pay attention to it, to be honest with you. But I mean, there's a reason. This girl, Miley, has been on stage with Billy Idol. There's a reason she's been on stage and sang with uh, Joe and Jet most recently. I think it was like the Super Bowl thing, wasn't it? So they got, yeah. Like, one of those football things, yeah. And, dude, she sounded killer with a rock band behind her. It's great. Great. Yeah. And so it's people like her that are trying to push rock and roll into the mainstream, but the audience is kind of like... Uh, we're almost there. We're almost there. It'll get there, I'm sure. It will. Um, and I don't know if we'll ever fully go mainstream as you know, pop or country or rap would. Um, right, right. And I and I think a lot of that would have to do with, you know, again, our fans here saying we don't want to be mainstream, which is fine too, because we love going to our forty thousand people, you know, festivals and saying this is what we got. Um, and I think they enjoy that. So while we like to want, we want a little bit more publicity. We also want to remain, you know, underground and stuff like that at the same time. It's, but again, our fans are fickle. They don't know what the fuck they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's all good though. It's all good. As long as everybody's enjoying music. Exactly. Live music specifically. Live music. Specifically. Exactly. I, you know, even though I'm not a rap or a country fan or anything like that, 
you know, we're getting to be that type of the season again. We're getting into festival season, and there's country festivals. There's this and that. Get the fuck out there. And we were talking earlier about festivals, especially festivals, because some of these festivals are bringing in these relatively small, unknown, independent, regional, local bands that could be the next Slipknot, that could be the next, you know, Five Finger. And you get to get a chance to see them before they really blow up and really see, you know, the passion in their eyes and stuff like that. And plus, right, right. getting to see a band like yourselves, for example, hypothetically speaking, you know, play the same stage as fucking Korn. And seeing the like the enthusiasm on their eyes going, oh my god, we're corn's coming on later in the day. We're gonna be we're standing in the same footprints as where you know Jonathan Davis is gonna stand later in the day and seeing that excitement and seeing right, right. just the build of these some of these smaller bands is unreal to see. Yeah, no, I mean it's like a, a, a fresh breath of air to me to see all of these younger bands. Um, there's a lot of people when they go to festivals, I like to pay attention to the side stages at festivals because that's where you find the new talent. A lot of people will go for the main stage, you go to the side stages, some of the tent stages, man, there's a killer lineup every time. Like you find some incredible, like, breath of fresh air. It's a breath of fresh air, man. Like, I, I found my favorite bands at festivals, and they're always the smaller bands for me personally. I mean, don't get me wrong, the big bands are the, are the big bands for a reason, but give, give, a, give a little band a shot. You will be surprised. There's a reason they're on that A-lister lineup. You get me? There's a reason they're next to those names. You go to the side stages, people, you will find so much talent. I promise you. I can't hear you. I think you're muted. Yep, I'm muted again. God damn it, I hate when I do that. Um, last year, <laughs> last year when I was promoting uh, Blue Ridge Rock Fest, I said this, and now that I'm promoting, you know, Welcome to Rockville, and then I'll be doing more festivals throughout the year. I'm gonna say this, you know, now, and I'll say it again a thousand more times between now and the end of the year. If you're going to these festivals, you're paying your two, three, four hundred dollars plus your, you know, your camping pass or plus your hotel or whatever. You're paying, you know a grand to attend this fucking festival. Don't just yeah. go for, you know, kiss. Don't just go for guns and roses or, you know, book uh, or uh, breaking Benjamin or your shine downs and shit like that. Go see right, right. yourself. If I don't, if, if I end up hitting, you know, rock fest and I don't see 10,000 people at your fucking stage, I'm going to be pissed. Um, but <laughs> you know, that goes for any festival. You know, the smaller bands deserve the attention, too. They, you paid their ticket. You paid your ticket to go see a festival. Experience it. Right, right. Don't just show up at 6 o'clock at night saying, okay, well, I'm only here for such and such fucking bands. Gates open at noon, dickhead. There's a, a whole bunch of stuff yeah. available yeah. that you're missing out on. You could, again, like I said, you can miss the, the next Breaking Benjamin and miss the next Five Finger or whatever. And they deserve that support. It's it's people like you that buy those tickets for these festivals that help build these bands up. And we need as many of you fans right, at, out right. there as we possibly can get. And I, the thing that I love the most about what you just said is you're absolutely right. You get to catch them before they're breaking Benjamin. 
before their shine down and you catch them in their most humble vulnerable state where they're like as true as they will be because they're they're still fighting to get to the top and so when when somebody for example if anybody ever comes up to me i will be the best version of myself that i can be to make sure that our fans you know get the treatment they deserve to make sure that they leave the stage uh, with a smile on their face to make sure that they go tell their friends they had a fucking blast at a ratchet doll show which is what i've been I, i'm hoping that everybody leaves today with a smile on their face just like last night but so far it's been great the modern mistake tour is being amazing to us thankfully we haven't had any bad nights but yeah i, I always do everything that i can to make sure that they get the attention that they deserve because i don't ever want to be the guy that's stuck up and like oh i'm too good for you all of a sudden i know where i come from we come from nothing you know like yeah. you got to stay humble and that's what that's what you were talking about when you were talking about the festival finding an artist that's that's still young before they're shine down before they're disturbed whether whoever when you find them young you form a personal connection and i i guarantee you from experience they will remember you every time you see them i guarantee you I, i've met people that have become personal friends of mine that started off as fans as strangers that are now personal friends that i can actually call genuine friends and that is so special so if you find a band at one of these festivals Go meet them. They would love to meet you. I promise you. They would love to meet you. Absolutely. 100% agree. Um, because, yeah, they, you know, they'll walk around. They'll watch shows with you. They'll, bow, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll stage hop with you and watch different bands with you. They'll, whatever. They'll, they'll appreciate that shit. Um, but then on top of that, you know, one other thing that, you know, doesn't get talked about a lot too is, say for instance, you know, a band, you know, a Breaking Benjamin, you know, is playing on the same night as, you know, you're playing. And they get there early and they're checking out some of these smaller bands. And they see a band, a, a band like Ratchet Dolls have five, six, seven thousand people at their stage. And they go, holy shit, who the fuck are these guys? They could go, wait a second, let's get a hold of their management and we're taking them out on tour. Um, that kind of shit can happen. Yeah, um, a great example of that, and this is on a smaller level, but still an, a good example. Last year at Blue Ridge Rockfest, um, a band pretty relatively well-known in the metal community, Texas Hippie Coalition, played. Yeah. Okay. And there was a smaller band there named Redefined. Redefined played. Texas, Hill Co Texas Hippie Coalition saw them, loved them, and they just got back from tour with T Texas Hippie Coalition. That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. You see, that's an artist that's already on their way to the top, like Texas Hippie. They're great. I've seen them. Fantastic. They're on their way to the top, for sure. And that's what I call, be, that's what I describe as being humble. You see, an artist taking care of another younger artist, because they know where they come from. Yep. I love seeing that. That's so cool. Exactly. And so the more love you give to these smaller bands, the more love they're going to get from some of these bigger bands and you can help them help them succeed just by showing up. You've already paid your money. Just simply give them your, the time of your day. They might only have a 20 minute set at these festivals, but give them the 20 minutes. You're not doing anything anyway. What are you going to do? Go stuff your face with a fucking hot dog. You can stuff that hot dog in your mouth <laughs> while you give them 20 minutes of your damn time. 
It's true. It's true. You can bring your drinks to the stage. There's no there, there's no law that says you can't drink by the stage. You can eat anything by the stage. Exactly. Just come out, enjoy yourselves, enjoy the live music. You didn't have it a couple of months ago. You gotta remember that. Exactly. You didn't have it a couple of months ago. It's here. Let's let's just work together to keep the life, man. Exactly. You know, we talked earlier about we took it for granted before. Now let's take advantage of it. You know, we, yeah, yeah, for sure. it's the perfect opportunity to do so. Uh, Kevin, brother, dude, it's been an absolute fucking pleasure talking music with you for the last fucking 50 minutes. Bro. Um, continue to kick fucking ass on this tour. Um, kill it at fucking Rockfest. Um, I cannot wait to see what you guys do next because I know right now you guys are absolutely loving life and uh, we can definitely feel it, bro. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. The pleasure is mine. Truly humble. Truly humble. I can't wait to see everybody at Rockfest and hopefully at the remaining shows that we have, I think we have like a week and a half left of touring. Yep. Uh, the Modern Mistake Tour, keep in touch with us on the social medias, the YouTubes, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, whatever you got. Follow us. We'll be everywhere. I promise you. We're coming to you. We'll be at Rockfest. See you guys soon. Absolutely, brother. Dude, thank you again. Good luck tonight, and uh, we will talk again soon. Thank you so much, man. Right. Peace, man. All right, that was Kevin from Ratchet Dolls. Oh, what a great fucking week it's been. Ah! Oh. Bad Wolves, Radkey, Drop Top Alibi, and then just now fucking ratchet dolls what a fucking strong week here on the dark side of music come back again tomorrow for another fucking episode a friday edition a friday edition of the show yes lead you into the fucking weekend loud and proud and then we'll be back monday with eva under fire <laughs> what a great way to start off next week man that's actually my birthday week. So we're going to be celebrating my birthday all next week. Because I, my birthday is next Saturday, the 9th. So celebrate five days of awesomeness here on the Dark Side of Music. Um, well, every day is awesomeness here on the Dark Side of Music. But uh, next week is my birthday week. So we're going to have some fun and we're going to kick out. We're going to have some good shit. But it all starts on Monday with Eve Under Fire. But tomorrow, you have to come back to see what's that. I'm going to have a little bit of fun with y'all. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. I got some stuff up my sleeve. Well, I guess we'll see. But we're going to go ahead and close out this episode of the Dark Side of Music on a fucking Friday Eve with one more from the band Ratchet Dolls. Song called Out of Control. So guys, again, if you are anywhere near... Hold on, let me pull it up. Sorry. I had it and then I lost it. There it goes. Again, so Ratchet Dolls are playing tonight in Asheville, North Carolina. Then tomorrow in Piedmont, South Carolina. Then Pascogola, Mississippi. Then uh, Chemelay, Louisiana. Little Rock, Arkansas. Springfield, Missouri. Lawton, Oklahoma. And then San Angelo on my fucking birthday, Texas. So guys, you got so got a whole fucking week ahead of you to catch them. But if you catch them, definitely head out to fucking 
Uh, Wisconsin for Rockfest, July 14th through 16th, featuring Disturbed, Lamb of God, Evanescence, Hailstorm, Mudvayne, Shinedown, and of course the band we just had on tonight, Ratchet Dolls. So guys, thank you so fucking much for being here on this Thursday edition, this Friday Eve edition of the Dark Side of Music. But guys, be back again tomorrow for one more day until the weekend. But until then, here is Out of Control by the Ratchet Dolls. Stay happy, stay heavy, stay fucking healthy. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Peace.